find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. One of the topics I talk on here about a lot is caring for ourselves and loving ourselves. Now, this evening, I want to talk about journaling and questions to ask ourselves to consider consider how we feel about ourselves. You know, it's easy to say that we care about ourselves and we love ourselves, but I kind of want us to dig and think about how we how we view ourselves and how we treat ourselves. Because like I said, it's easy to say that we, we feel great about ourselves and this kind of thing. But let's just kind of think about some different situations and how we how we think about ourselves, how we react to certain things, and just how we consider ourselves. And, and, you know, there's certain times when things happen and we might treat someone different in the same situation and we may be tougher on ourselves. And I, I did it for years and years and years. So I, I, I you know, I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I really know what I'm talking about with this. So... Let me see, 10, ten journal questions for self-love. So what, what do we think we deserve in life? Now, this is something, and I hear a lot of people say it, that... And and I'm I, honestly I'm not being mean to to millennials I'm really not this is this is just kind of a common thing that's kind of said um, that we, there's there's a lot and it's not just millennials there's there's a lot of people that that kind of come across maybe they're not really this way but they come across like they're very entitled like they just expect a lot to be given to them or they expect like like when they apply for a job that they expect to start at a much higher level because I mean a lot of us understood that when we got a first or second job that you you work your way up to a good position. You know, you you don't start your your first job, you don't start out as a manager or assistant manager. You you start at a lower position and you you learn the job and you work up to to a higher position. You know, so you know, what what do we think that we deserve in our life? You know, do you do you think that, you know, you, when you first move out of the house, okay, when you first move out of the house and you're not living with your parents anymore, do you think that you deserve 
you know, uh, two or three bedroom house of your own, or are you satisfied with a apartment and then, you know, you get a job and you get a bigger apartment or then you move in and get your own house. You know, it's, that's the way most of us understood that's how it works. You kind of, you, you get a smaller place and then you work up and you get more as you get more established and you're making more money and, and that sort of thing. And you build your credit and, and you work up to certain things. Um, it's, it's actually a lot easier on you if you do it that way because it's not as much stress. Now, I've actually, I've actually read articles and seen statistics that people in their 20s have a staggering amount of debt and, and some of it, some of it's college. But, I mean, you're, you're talking like some is college loans. Um, but you're also talking like car loans and mortgages and all kinds, you know, like um, furniture for the homes and, all, I mean, all kinds of things. And it's it's just, it's crazy amount of debt. And it's it's like, you know, when you first are getting out there and getting established, you don't need everything at once. You you kind of, I mean, what what most of us did was you work up to getting all those things, and you you talk to people you know, and you go to places and you get used things, and then you replace those over time with nicer things. You don't start with all the new stuff, you know, because then you have these huge bills, and that's you know, a huge amount of stress. And it's just, it's a whole lot easier if you don't get all new stuff and all big and expensive stuff at the beginning because, like I said, it's just it's a whole lot of stress when you do it that way. But that's that's why, first, first question, what do you think you deserve in life and why do you feel that way? So... You know, I, I think another another really interesting point to that is the the difference between and and I, I there's a lot of people that disagree with me about this, but you know we we all say there's certain things that we want in life. Okay, now and this, this is an argument of or a a discussion. I'll say a discussion that I've had with my brother many times that what we want and what we need are two different things. You know, there's there's certain things that we actually physically need. You know, um, we we need certain things. And then there are things that we want. And those are not always the same thing. Because when push comes to shove, and I think a lot of people in 2020 with um, the, the COVID crackdown and the shutdowns and, and a lot of people being out of work for a certain amount of time and all that have, have had to really tighten their belts and had to had to budget 
for a lot of people, it's probably more budgeting than they've maybe ever had to do. And and so that whole wants and needs difference, they may have had to face that for the first time. So that that can make a real difference in our lives. So just just kind of think about what do you think that you deserve and consider why you feel that way. And if and if you're feeling that your stress level and your anxiety level is higher than you want it to be, you might want to take a look at your um At, at that first question and that, that what what you think you deserve and what you think you want or need. And that could be a place that if if you make some some adjustments, that's a really good place to lessen your stress and your anxiety level. As I've I've done a lot of, of work over the years with um, making adjustments with that very question right there, and it is amazing how much you can lessen your stress level with that, making adjustments with that very thing. Okay, now trust. Trust. All of us kind of have our own thoughts about how we decide um how we trust people, okay, how we trust, when we trust, and to what degree we trust people. Now, trust is something that um, let me see. Let me just kind of give you my thoughts on that. Um, trust is something I'm kind of trusting when I first meet people to a point. Um, if if you you don't want to be too completely trusting when you don't really know a person because that that can that can go bad. Um, Get to know a person and kind of kind of make sure you can trust them before you you put too much confidence in them just because like I said too too much trust too quick can can get out of hand really quick um, but think about what what trust means to you and how your actions and your decisions are impacted with people and different decisions you make in your life based on your trust of people. Um, you know, what you what you decide to do with people, um, how how much you share with other people, um, what you decide, how, how much you let them into your life. That can make a big difference as far as how, you, how much you trust them or how much you don't let them into your life. 
um, that's that makes a big difference if you do or or don't trust them. And and maybe maybe you've trusted people too much in the past, and so you're very uh, very standoffish and and don't let people in, but so much. So, you know, you might want to think about, you know, what what can you do to uh, screen people better to learn how to how to figure out if they can be trusted. You know, if if you want to get closer to people and be able to trust them, you know, what what kind of things have you done in the past that maybe didn't work and what what could you do differently? So that's that's something that, that you can work on and do differently and make that work better. All right. Now, uh, I love this quote because it's about sandcastles and, and the beach, and I love anything about the beach. So there's a quote from Jack Cornfield that says, Like a sandcastle, all is temporary. Build it, tend it, enjoy it. And when the time comes... Let it go. So what do you need to let go of in your life? How do you think you will feel once you let it go? So we know <clears throat> when, you're, when you're on the beach and you build a sandcastle, unless you build it way, 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 way back far away from the water, at some point the tide is going to come in and it's going to wash the sandcastle away. Or somebody's going to come over and walk through it and mess it all up. So, so you can you can build a sandcastle and you can play with it and you can share it with other people and you can you can have a lot of fun with it. But at some point, you're going to have to let it go. Okay, just like pretty much anything in your life. Okay, now sometimes. Things happen in our life, and sometimes they don't go the way we want. Okay, so we know that sometimes it can be really hard to let certain things go. It could be it could be somebody did something to really hurt us. Uh, they maybe maybe they hurt somebody that that we really care about. Um, maybe maybe they took something from us. Um, maybe they used us in some way. Maybe they um, maybe we really cared about them and we maybe maybe we uh, dated them or were married to them. And ended up breaking up with them or divorced. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe somebody either either had children with them or were divorced and had children with them, and then still have to deal with them, but you know, don't just don't want to talk to them or see them. But you know, you you just don't want to have anything to do with them and. You know, for for various reasons, maybe you still help. There's there's a grudge between you two of you, or or there's some other problem, or maybe maybe you've broken up with them and um, they've moved on, 
and there's you have an issue with that or some other problem and and you're just you just can't seem to just move on or just can't seem to let something go between the two of you now um it's extremely hard sometimes to let things go um there there have been things over the years that I really you know sometimes it just you just <laughs> you just you just don't ever want to see the person again or you don't ever really want to hear their name again or and or or you know sometimes sometimes it's a relative and you're like I just you know don't ever want to go to a family gathering and have to see that person again you know um I actually went to a family gathering and and I I honestly thought you know I don't ever have to see that person again and I was quite you know, you know I'm quite happy about that actually um but you know these you know we we all have those thoughts <laughs> so I you know I do agree with that I understand but you know if if we if we let certain things stick with us and we stay mad with a person about something it's we're not we're not hurting that person we're really only hurting ourselves and I know you're probably saying she's just saying that but but seriously you're really you're not hurting them you're just not hurting them you're irritating and aggravating yourself and you're raising your stress level and you're probably raising your blood pressure which is not helping you in any way and it it really bottom line you need to find a way to let it go um, now there are certain things that people have done and I'm probably never going to forget what was done and for safety's sake I'm, I, I am not going to forget what was done um, I won't forgive it probably um, and it was it was violent enough that I, I will not ever be around these people again um, but for my own peace of mind um, and for my well-being it's the kind of situation that that letting it go is the healthiest thing for me um, and there's likely things in, in each of your lives that are the same way that you need to work through whatever the situation was um, that's especially true um, in a relationship and especially if, you, if you've got children in a situation it's not good for them at all if um, there's a relationship and you're still angry with the other person and the end the, the children end up being in the middle of it 
it's not good for them at all. It's not good for you. It's not good for them. And please don't ever, ever put children in the middle of something like that. You know, they're, number one, they they don't deserve to be put in the middle of something like that. And putting putting children in the middle of an adult argument, it just, they're they're not equipped to handle that. And that's going to be a long-term issue for them to have to deal with, that they're just, they're not, they're not equipped to deal with that kind of thing. And they shouldn't, they shouldn't have to. So, for everybody's well-being, and, and especially for your well-being, the best thing to do is to let it go. So think about things that, that have happened in life. And I'm not saying you have to forgive the person. I'm not saying, not saying that at all. I'm just saying that for your well-being and for the well-being of other people around you, and especially, like I said, especially children that may be involved, it's, it's your, for your own well-being to let go of things like that. And think about, honestly, believe it or not, you will feel better once you can let those feelings and let that anger and the frustration and let that go. Okay. Now, the Dalai Lama the Dalai Lama once said, remember that sometimes not getting what you want is a wonderful stroke of luck. So when was the last time you didn't get something you wanted, but it worked out for the better? You know, sometimes sometimes we want something or think we just have to have something or, or when is it like... Has there ever been something when, like, you, you were just sure that when you grew up you were going to be something, whatever whatever career you thought you were going to have, or, you know, you just, you, you thought you had to have some specific car or a specific house or a specific job or a specific something, you know, there was, there was all of these, or, or you just, you were so sure that you were going to end up, whatever it was, you were just sure you were going to do, okay, or you were sure you were going to go a certain place, you know, I have talked to more people that were sure they were going to do something, and they ended up going somewhere else, or meeting somebody different, or whatever, and ended up so happy, and they're like, you know, if I had done blah, 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 I never would have met this person, or I never would have done blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, there are times that it's better to not get what you thought you had to have, you know, and well, <laughs> I've got a... a really good friend of mine and she fusses about um somebody that she she dated and it, it it did not end well and um she she fusses about that and i was like okay but now wait a second because that didn't end well but for one thing we met which was good and you learned a whole lot of things about what you didn't want in a relationship and you learned what you did want 
and you learned a whole lot about yourself and you learned a whole lot about your boundaries and relationships and so when you met the right guy you knew exactly what you did and didn't want and you told him exactly what you did and didn't want and now you've been married for 10 years and you're really really super happy and you just had a little boy you're really 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 love so it worked out (laughs) so you know it doesn't always you don't always take the path to get where you want it to go the way you thought you were going to but you end up happy anyway so you know it it doesn't it life doesn't always work exactly the way we saw it but you know we can end up getting where we want it to be anyway so um what 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 is that song um unanswered prayers that's it unanswered prayers listen to that sometime it's um actually I might I might wrap the show up with that but um sometimes sometimes it's um like I said sometimes life doesn't go the way we expect it to and we still end up getting what's best for us so it's um it's interesting it's interesting so what are some of your favorite things to do to relax? If you were going to make a list of 10 of your favorite things to do to relax, what would be on it? Let me see. My, okay, my favorite would be to be at the beach and listen to the ocean, but that that's a little... I, I don't get to do that very often. Um, let me see. So things that you can actually get to do that you'd like to do to relax what or how could you incorporate those things into your week ahead so find a way and and you might want to make a list of like 15 or so things that that you'd like to do to relax um you know, sometimes just, just, I know, oh, I was just thinking a massage would be wonderful. Um, but if you can go ahead and plan a way to work those things into your week, you could look forward to those, right? And find a way to make sure that you have a way to, to work toward those, those times where you've got those things worked into your week already and especially as like the weather's getting colder and you know it's getting dark earlier so it's nice to to have that to look forward to but you know time to say maybe um, join a friend and go out for like a relaxing drink after work if there's places open where you are or maybe um i you know i actually just like to find time to to uh set aside a little bit of time to read something or once in a while sit down and relax and and watch a show for a little while which i don't do very often or um 
mustard and ketchup and um, um, an article about something that I enjoy or catch up with a friend of mine um, and see what they've been doing or, you know, just, just find something that you'd like to catch up on. And some, sometimes just just be able to just relax and I said just just relax and not have to work for just a little while. It can be very nice to be able to do that. <laughs> So, or or even even catch up with with my aunt and see how she's doing. So there's all kinds of neat little things you can do. All right, now what what is one of your favorite songs? And or maybe maybe even a couple. Now why? Is it your favorite song? What is it that you like about it? And how does it make you feel? And what do you think about when you listen to it? Now, I've, I've got very diverse taste in music. And it all kind of depends on what kind of mood I'm in. And especially with, with the weather starting to get cold, um... I normally like uh, classic rock and and heavier music, but when the weather is bad, I've actually got some music stashed in my car. And when the weather's bad, and especially when the roads start to get slippery, and and I'm getting really tense trying to get home. Um, I know that if I've got my usual music on, my nerves are going to be shot, okay? And I'm going to really be a wreck by the time I get home. So I've got much calmer music for those very specific times so that I can put that on just to keep me calm when I'm driving. And for when the weather's bad, when it's super, super rainy and there's also near my house <clears throat> and when I'm going to um, over the mountain and like to uh, Charlottesville over to the hospital uh, it can be super foggy and it can be so foggy that you, you literally almost can't see the, the front end of the car so I mean that's that's really if you can't see the front end of the car, it's impossible to see the car in front of you. So <clears throat> you have to drive incredibly slow. So it's 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 bad. So plus and then you you don't know if the person behind you sees you. So very it's it's very nerve wracking. So and I've I've actually come back over there. Um, actually, I went over to a Rolling Stones concert one night. Then you're in your, I mean, you're, you're a little wired after a Rolling Stones concert. So I was coming back, and, and so I'm like, okay, but I got to calm down. Got to calm down because I was coming back over the mountain, and, and traffic was bad, and, and fog was really, really, really bad. So, and of course, I wanted to listen to the Stones coming back over the mountain, but that, that was not that night. Couldn't do it. So I had to put something very calm 
very calm and, and you know on to listen to but it worked it worked because i i could not see anything coming back over so but it, it works because it, it keeps me calm and it gets me back home in one piece which was very good but that that kind of thing works because like i said in that kind of weather if i listen to the stuff that i normally listen to my my nerves would be shot and i i would i would literally not make it home so it's it's a really good idea to do that kind of thing just just a thought so <clears throat> having having a specific sort of music can be very good to listen to depending on depending on what kind of mood you're in what kind of um uh, what kind of um, atmosphere you need when you're doing certain things? That's like my neighbor when I when I first moved to my house here, he picked on me because I, you know, especially when the weather was nice, I had the windows open, and so we always knew what I was doing. If I was cleaning the house, there was one type of music on. If I was working, there was a different type of music on, and uh, so yeah, he always would pick on me. They, they they always knew what I was doing based on what kind of music was on. But, okay, so the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. It's a quote by Rolf, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Now, if you knew the statement was true, and I think it is, what would you do differently in your life and what if you could do these things every single day? Now, I believe that's true because you can look at a family, okay, and you can look at, say, three or four children all in the same family. And if that wasn't true, every single one of them would be identical if you were destined to be a certain way just because of where you came from, okay? But... If you have the power to decide who you're going to be, then where you come from is not what determines who you are going to become. All right? And I know people from the same family that are radically different. Okay? So you are the person that decides who you're going to be. You are. So... No matter where you come from, no matter what background, what family, all that kind of thing, you have the power to decide who you're going to be. Now, it may be a little bit rougher to get to whatever, and I mean, we all we all have to learn, we all have to put forth the effort, but we have the power to decide who we want to be and then to put forth the effort to get ourselves there. We might have to ask for help and we might have to put forth more effort and work a little harder to get there, but we do have the power to decide who we want to be. So what, with that in mind, Think about who you want to be and within reason, within reason. Now, 
none, none of us can just say, I want to be the Queen of England. Come on now. That, like I said, let's be reasonable. <clears throat> but within reason, who do we want to be? And what would you do differently to get yourself there? Okay? And what would you do each day as part of getting yourself to be that person? Because it takes work. Okay, you, you can't just, I mean, it's, it's not like just clicking your heels like, you know, Dorothy getting Dawes. It you, you, doesn't work that way. You got to you gotta put the work in to get there. So who do you want to be? Who or what do you want to be? And what are you going to do to get there? All right. Now, what... Does love mean to you? And how do you show love to the people in your life? To family members, to friends, to any anybody that's in your life that you love. How do you show love to these people? Now think about that. How do you tell them and show them that you love them? Okay, how do you show the, them through your emotions and your actions? Okay. Think about that. Or should I say, do you show them through your emotions and your actions? Okay, now we're talking about self-love. So now the hard question, that was the easy question. How do you show through your emotions, your actions, and your words that you love yourself? Oh, that's the hard question. And do you show that you love yourself? Okay. Or, through your words and your actions... Do you, are you tough on yourself? If I were to ask somebody that was around you all the time or a family member, would they say that they felt that you do act like you love yourself? Or would they think that you beat up on yourself? And how could you improve that and treat yourself better? 
Okay, have you ever heard the phrase, living your life with an open heart? That's something that people use that phrase, but do you really know what it means? Let me see. I looked it up. And let me see. Kind of interesting. <clears throat> Found a website. And it was interesting because the woman, woman asked some other people what they thought. So this, this is kind of cool. It's on wonderlust.com. I like that. She says, what does it mean to live with an open heart? How often do we hear this phrase or something kind of like it? So she says, um, let me see. We, we hear this kind of thing in like a yoga class or self-help blog. She says, so I found myself meditating on this concept and I asked some brilliant women <laughs> and what it meant to them. And so here's... I'm going, to, I'm going to kind of paraphrase what they said. One of them said, close your eyes, place your left palm on your heart and your right palm on top. Now breathe slowly, deeply expanding your heart into your palm. Quiet the mind, massage your heart, coax it to speak. Then wait, listen closely. It might be a whisper at first, but slowly and certainly your heart will answer. She wants to tell you so much. Invite her to tell you all you've been longing to hear. So in other words, let your heart answer you and tell you. Now living with an open heart is like riding your favorite roller coaster. Exciting, thrilling, terrifying. And when the ride is over, you want to Get right back on. Living with an open heart is all about holding space for ourselves so that we can respect who we are, heal, and find even more space in our bodies where we can open up even deeper. To live with an open heart is to remember that the essence of our true self is love. We must forgive, heal, and feel the depths of our emotions before we have the space to connect deeper and higher. This open heart space is where we reflect divine love and light for each other. Now, the idea of living with an open heart to me is, I kind of see that as the opposite of closing our heart off to everybody. Um, I've known some people that seem to me that they, they close themselves off to other people. Um, they didn't trust people. They didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to let people into their lives. They, um, they stayed very isolated. Um, almost like the government or the states are kind of making us do now. Um, you know, they just, they they very much kept to themselves. Um, they 
didn't let anybody in, and they um, they just they blocked everybody else out. You know, they they just they they didn't trust. They didn't love. They didn't. They they just they were very singular, very alone, very singular, and just very alone. You know, which it was it was a very sad existence. And living with an open heart to me, you you don't <clears throat> you don't live recklessly, but you are open to people and experiences in a healthy way and you um you let others into your life, into your world, but not in a reckless sort of way. Um, like I said, you um, I said you're open open to other experiences, and you're curious. You want to meet new people, learn new things, explore new ideas, open-minded, you know, you just, you, you want, you want to let people in, like I said, but, but still doing it in a, in a healthy, cautious way but not in a way that that will um, limit limit possibilities like i said be safe use common sense but don't don't shut down does it make any sense that's that's just the way I see it. Um, any any time, any time I share perspective, I I welcome thoughts from any any of the listeners. Um, let me also tell you too, um, on my Ready for Love Radio website, um, there's there's some temporary glitch that once I post a page about the show. I, for some reason, am not able to open it back up. So when I go to archive, it's not letting me. So what I'm doing is when I post all that, I am posting a link to my love coaching website, and that's where I'm archiving things. So if you go to the Ready for Love Radio website, and it will give you the link on my love coaching site where I, I also post all the stuff for the shows over there. Plus, I also post, um, I'm going to start posting articles again. Um, after I was in the hospital the other summer, um, I, I got behind. But I, it's, it's called up. And I'm going to start posting articles over there, too. So if you go to the readyforloveradio.com website and you check for any, any of the stuff, um, and if something is not 
archive there, you'll see a thing that says um, uh, the show archive, and it'll actually give you a link. Just click that link, and it'll take you to where the show was archived. So you can still get to all the archives, no problem. Um, so I just didn't want you to be confused when you see that. But like I said, feel free to I I welcome feedback. If you if you disagree with me, tell me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I am I am open to comments, and I I am used to people disagreeing with me, so not a problem. Not a problem at all. Um, next next week, I am going to be doing several music shows since we're we're heading into the uh, the holidays. So Thanksgiving week we'll be doing one, and then Christmas and New Year's, I believe, there will be one also. So and and also, I've got something new planned that I'm going to be doing once each month in 2021. Um, I'm thinking probably the first week of each month, but I'm not sure yet. So it'll be it'll be something something unusual and there will be one each month. I'll give you I'll give you more details as we get closer. But I'm I'm putting that all together right now. Um, and I will probably have a download for you. Um, <clears throat> at, for each of those shows, um, but we will we will see we will see. But it's it'll be very unusual. I think I think you'll enjoy it because it's out of the ordinary, but it's uh, it's different. So we will do that, and uh, always always looking for a little something unusual to to share and uh i figure after after almost seven and a half years i gotta gotta keep coming up with with different and unusual kind of things to share and so we will see and like i said any um or i have said in the past if there's any specific topics that uh any listeners want to hear feel free to go to the website on the contact page and let me know or send me an email at uh, readyforloveradio.com I mean no readyforloveradio at gmail.com and let me know and I will see what I can do about getting that on too and I will be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio Just the other night At a hometown football game My wife and I ran into My own high school flame And as I introduced them The past came back to me And I couldn't help but think of The way things used to be She was the one That I had wanted for all time And each night I'd spend praying That God would make her mine And if He'd only grant me This wish I'd wish back then I'd never ask for anything again 
Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Remember when you're talking to the man upstairs that just because he doesn't answer doesn't mean he don't care. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. She wasn't quite the angel that I remembered in my dreams. And I could tell the time it changed me in her eyes too it seemed. We tried to talk about the old days. There wasn't much we could recall. I guess the Lord knows what He's doing after all. And as she walked away, I looked at my wife. And then and there I thank the good Lord for the gifts in my life. Sometimes I thank God. To the man upstairs That just because he may not answer Doesn't mean he don't care Some of God's greatest gifts Are unanswered Some of God's greatest gifts Are all too often unanswered Some of God's greatest gifts Our unanswered prayers.